Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome to the Jackie Pepper Show. Now, this episode is going to be very educational for all y'all. And I have a very special guest by uh, way from Mississippi by way of Colton, California, my financial guru friend. Also, because I told y'all last time I'm about that Greek life, that's the part that I missed out on. She's an AKA as well. So, y'all give it up for it. you guys. There you go. There they go. There they go. <laughs> okay, so I feel that, um, you know, everybody likes money. We don't like to be broke. And some of us became broke during a pandemic. And some of us came into some good money because of unemployment. And a lot of people mishandled their money because we are not financially educated. And I feel that's something that should be taught in schools, you know, like not what um, the formula of a cone is or whatever, but how to do finances and stuff. And so this is why you are on the show. This is why you are educating us on how to save money, all this stuff financially. Like, because people are... um, you know, they about the money with the rappers and stuff, but like, do they even know what color strap goes to what bill? You know what I'm saying? Like, a hundred dollar bill is the mustard color strap. Like, are you that educated when it comes to money? Like, the twenty dollar bills go. What is it? It's a pur- purple, violet band. But anyway, if you're about them bands, then you know what color it is. Basically, that's what I'm trying to say. But anyway, we're going to get into it. Um, And so the first thing um, I want to get into, because I was really embarrassed. I didn't know these myself. I had to look it up. Um, I heard these from a little kid. (laughs) And it is the four quadrants of financial literacy. So that's what we're going to do first. And y'all, please pay attention because just in case we get another stimulus check, well, probably 90% chance we won't, but that'll be a little coins y'all could do, you know, some saving and stuff with or what have you. But anywho, the first part of the quadrant of financial literacy is money management. So... Miss Z. That's what I call her, y'all. That's my personal friend, so I could call her that. <laughs> so, exactly. <laughs> so, can you tell us how to manage money? Okay, well, when we first think of managing your money, we have to understand that every everyone's management skills they're different your the way that you manage money is going to be different from a millionaire or a thousandaire absolutely you know it's always going to be different so it's always something you just can't 
get advice from everybody it's always going to be different and when i say that it's always one thing and that's how you budget your money Mm -hmm. how do you budget your money when you get paid what's the first thing you do do you pay yourself or do you pay the mall (laughs) and that's where everyone else that's where people they really mess up that they they tend to when once they get paid that's the first thing they do they go spend it because treat yourself yeah that's what we do because i'm not even gonna lie i go to um a really nice restaurant because Mm -hmm. At the end of your pay period, you know, you struggling around that time. And so you probably eating like you buy foot long sandwich. We're not going to say from where because they're not paying me. And you eat <laughs> one part for lunch and then another part for dinner. But make sure you take all the soggy stuff off because nobody likes soggy bread. But anyway, yeah. But then when you get paid, you're going to go and go to uh, the fish place with the good biscuits. That's what you're going to do. <laughs> so, those, what is it? Those, those the Cheddar Bay Biscuits. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> delicious. But yeah, so we have to uh, prioritize that, manage that. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> and, you know, you actually had it right when you said, you know, you pay yourself. That's basically what you're doing. You're paying yourself for the future. And so... What I like to do is I try to first take at least a little bit out of my check to put towards something else to myself and whatever I use that little portion and it can be like 10%, 10% of your check or okay. even less depending on what you have, just a little bit away because it's always going to accumulate mm-hmm. um, over time. And so then that's when you create your budget. Mm-hmm. Your budget is customized by you. That's one thing. It's, it's created by you. So you know what you you want to do and you know what you have to do. So the first thing you have to do is, you know, pay, place all your bills on there. What you have do during that time. <laughs> don't, don't try to... Don't try to say, okay, well this can wait this can wait no you shouldn't do that mm-hmm. make sure you make sure you have all your bills paid before you do anything 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 that's the first thing and you know i feel like growing up and actually moving to california uh-huh. that is something that i had to learn the hard way right and i feel like everyone have they learned that their own way but that's one thing. You don't want to live on the street. That part. You don't want to be in the dark. <laughs> you don't want to play. So, you know, it's some things you just have to take into consideration. Pay your bills first. Mm-hmm. And then you'll go into, you know, the the meal, the meal planning for it all. Like, how much will you spend on groceries and how much would you spend on on your toiletries and all your personal things make that budget because sometimes you'll go and you'll just spend it spend it spend it and you don't even need it right because a lot of people i know like to go to target and they let the store tell them what they need mm-hmm. and you go in there for toothpaste and end up spending 275 dollars 
And that's why you need to make a list every time you go to the store. Exactly. You follow your list. When you go to the store, that's like the main thing because if you go in there filthy minded, like, okay, I'm just going to walk around, you just end up spending more because you're picking up more things that you really don't need. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially okay, and then while we shopping, while we at it, while we at the store, do not. Let me say that one more time. Do not go to the store hungry. Not the regular grocery store. Not Costco, Sam's Club, all of that, because you gonna overbuy, buy what you don't need, and like what you need a big old tub of uh chips for. You know, <laughs> knowing good and well, you ain't bought no tub of chips in like five years just because you're hungry. You know, so that's why y'all make a list and we are writing down our bills, prioritize and okay, go ahead. <laughs> um, awesome. What's the next one? Um, um, insurance. Yeah, Lord, insurance. <laughs> With insurance, the the main thing, life insurance, that's the main thing. Like, what are you leaving for your family when you're gone? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And people don't consider this, but that's one of the best ways to generate um, generational wealth. Right. You're leaving stuff behind for for your your children or your family members or even Next a friend. Next yeah. Yeah. It's just an easy way. And when you're young, I'm not sure exactly how old the generation is out there. Mm-hmm. When you're young, it's cheaper. Yeah. It's so much cheaper. Right, because we don't have ailments like the seasoned people do. Mm-hmm. That part. And... Okay, I just want to throw in my two cents about insurance because living in the times that we are living in, especially for black and brown folks, um, anything could happen. And we could be on the escalator to glory, okay? And we don't have life insurance. And then when you think about it, um, I really, really hate to see families begging people to wash their cars to pay for a funeral. I really dislike that. Um, oh, if my car needs it and I have the money, I'll go and um, donate or whatever have you. Um, but a lot of people, we need to take life insurance into consideration. And they're, they're reasonable. Like you pay like, what, 10 bucks a month. And you work out a deal with the um, adjuster and um, what is it? You could, um, you know, it in, what is it? You, it, uh, it gains interest, does it? I think it, something. I don't know. But. <laughs> that's another thing. <laughs> right. Okay. That part, but wait, that's a little later. But okay. I need to finish getting out this thought. Um, with um, the life insurance and stuff, because funerals are at least like nine to fifteen thousand dollars and regular people do not have that just sitting around but if you go and buying jordans and stuff and nice cars the latest iphone or what have you and you don't have life insurance you need to 
prioritize your finances and what's important to you because then um, the family will have to be left with cremation. You're probably not okay with cremating, getting burnt up. You but know. then again, cremation is also expensive. It, yeah. It's, it's very expensive too. It's cheaper than, you know, burials, but it's still an arm and a leg that oh, yeah. people don't have. And then since um, I was involved in a funeral situation, um, just so y'all know, if y'all don't know, you know, um, it's taxes. Like, you have to pay to dig the hole. But it's taxes on digging up the hole. And then you have to pay for that box. Yeah, you have to pay for the box that covers the casket. They charging us up the yin-yang. True, death is really the business to be in. But anyway, I just have to get that out. Because a lot of people don't know. We really YOLOing out here. <laughs> Not yeah, we safely. Are. We are. But anyway, um, get y'all some life insurance. And the and don't procrastinate. Yes. Don't procrastinate with it. Like just do it. Right. Just do it like Nike. Ooh. <laughs> they need to pay me too. <laughs> <laughs> is savings. Yeah. <laughs> How many people out there got a savings account? I do fine saving on my own. I don't trust the banks. I do fine saving on my own. But go ahead. Take it away. <laughs> With saving, just remember you don't need a lot to start saving. Mm-hmm. Like I said earlier, it could Okay, so with a um, 
um, a credit union. A lot of people have to be working that, um, what you call it, that they are in conjunction with. Can any regular person go to a credit union and yeah. open up an account? Okay. Anyone. Chase. Chase is a credit union. Really? I did not know yes. that. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I did not know. I know Chase has been around since like 1909. But mm-hmm. I didn't know they were. <laughs> okay. Chase is a good one. Chase is a very good one. I, I recommend uh, anyone that's looking for a credit union. Okay. Um, let me see. What's another one? I Arrowhead? Support the, yeah, Arrowhead. Okay. Yeah, Empire. That's a good one. Uh-huh. Just, just look around. Right. Look around and then, do your research, y'all. Uh-huh. Always that's do your research. Exactly. Also, I, um, I support black businesses. Of course. So one bank that I like is One United. Okay. One United Bank, that's a good one. Um, they have a good savings account and CD. I didn't talk about those. Oh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, okay, I'm going to come back around. I'm going to hook a left and okay. come back to the CD. <laughs> Not the ones that we listen to, y'all, because right. <laughs> them is old and phased out. <laughs> we are educating everybody the masses reach one teach one so anywho we'll get back to the cds but um any more on savings just do it (laughs) okay oh and another part because you were saying like put away 10 percent um for yourself um just for a rainy day you know it'll accumulate and for um a while I every five dollar bill I came across, I would save it. That's a good technique. I seen that on Pinterest. I want to say, like, yeah, I probably that's right. Yeah. <laughs> they got a jar. I pin every day. <laughs> yes. Every time you have a five dollar, super glue it so you can't break into it, and <laughs> you know, sooner or later you are gonna have a lot of money, like um, an international trip type. Um, uh-huh. sum of money but yeah and then also again with the 10% um, if you all go out to eat because we've been eating out a lot with the pandemic so we could support the businesses so they could stay open and stuff like that if you tip your waiter waitress um, adequately it's going to be 15% or more you are helping them save or whatever they do but if you could pay them 15% then you could afford to give yourself 10% yes I'm just saying I didn't mention this either for savings just a rule of thumb always have an emergency fund yeah that's the $5 bucket Huh? That's the five dollar bucket. Yeah, <laughs> this is the the perfect amount to have. I feel like it could, it should be higher because we're in you know California, a right? It's, it's expensive, but um, 
just try to have at least a thousand dollars put away. Mm-hmm. Just at least a thousand a thousand dollars because you never know when you'll be faced with hard times like this year. Right. This whole year I was a hard that, time. Yeah. <laughs> like what? Help, help. Oh my goodness. But I was good at talking to bill collectors because I used to be one and I was like, all right, look, I lost my job because of COVID and I know y'all could do this and um, this, that, and the third. But yeah, if y'all are interested on how to uh, talk to bill collectors, hit me up <laughs> on my uh, Instagram DM, melanated, educated, underscore 20. <laughs> And Twitter, what is my Twitter handle? Uh, Jackie underscore Pepper. Holla, I think. Anyway. (laughs) But definitely the Instagram because I'm on there all the time. (laughs) But anywho, um, okay, the um, fourth um, quadrant of financial literacy is investing. Investing is fine for me. That's a fine topic because I'm still learning about it. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, this is a little token that I've learned. When you're saving and you just have it sitting there, it's not really helping you. Okay. So, try to invest some of that money. Mm-hmm. So you can try to get more money. It's passive income. Oh. That's what it is. Okay. Passive income. And so it can be a small amount, just like I said, 10% mm-hmm. of that into that. It can be 10% of your savings, or it can be like you can go maybe two two months worth of your savings, savings mm-hmm. and invest it into Something. I recommend um, Acorn. Okay. It's like a small um, investment site. And to start off, you can you can start off by investing like five dollars, ten dollars, or whatever. Okay. And what I like about it that it it also does roundups. Okay. So when you have your so the website is Acorn. And y'all could like the the ones that fall from the tree. (laughs) (laughs) And y'all can invest as little as five dollars and it'll work for you. It will um go ahead. I don't know. (laughs) Don't get me the lion. I don't know. (laughs) It's just a small way to get your hand in investing. And you're just investing in in multiple stock. Okay. Multiple stock, and so you can do this on a weekly, uh, a weekly, a monthly, a bi-monthly, any way you want to do it. And it can be as much as you want to do it. And so you connect your bank account to it as well. Whatever you purchase, you know, if you have any any sense or leftover, it's going to do the roundup. And so it's going to automatically add that to your investment accounts, too. Oh. So you really don't have to do anything. Oh, okay. So that is how you make money while you sleep. Hey. <laughs> if you want, um, if you 
want to put your press foot against stop. Start off small, like Cash App. I know everyone loves Cash App. Mm-hmm. You can actually invest in stock on Cash App. Hey, look at that. Super fun. But, you know, not fun, like, haha, I can do it. But it's a way to learn how to do it before you step into it with the big dog. Right, a beginner step, yeah. Okay. It's funny because, you know what, just kind of random because that's the person I am. Um, the only black um, investor, stockholder person that I ever knew growing up was Kyle Barker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And for those of you that have no clue what I'm talking about, On Living Single, that was like my favorite show. Cal Barker, um, yeah, the Barker, but I I watch it every day. Um, what you call it? He was an investor, and that's how I knew from him. And I I didn't know anybody in real life, you know, but that's how I know. Um, but anyway, super random, but um, so okay, for regular folk, um. Say you are working at Macy's or Walmart, um, and we already know how that type of pay is. Um, how would you save if you don't earn a lot? You have more than you think. Okay. I feel like people have more than you think because if think about it, and this is what we were talking about earlier. People, they'll go and, and not trying to say anything bad. That is something wrong with it. But you will take your money. You'll take like putting the extra money that you have, and you'll go spend it at the mall or the things that you really need. Mm-hmm. If you put out all of the wants and put. All of that into actually saving, mm-hmm. then you'll have the money. You just have to be strict on what you spend. Your spend unnecessarily. Okay. So, huh, let's see. Let's put that into an example. <laughs> um, what's a nice restaurant? Um, that everybody would know. Um, these are examples, y'all. Um, let's go with Red Lobster. Press Snobsters. Um, so, um, that's, that's a joke. I felt like that, that could have been taken the wrong way. But anyway, (laughs) because, yeah, uh, anyway, um, with Red Lobster, say like, if you go and you treat yourself, you get like the lobster plate, the surf and turf, and the sides the drinks they have a really good um mardi gras drink i know it's not mardi gras now but they did and so let's say your bill is like a cool like 85 dollars does that sound right it sounds about right (laughs) yeah i would like the pizza but the lobster pizza okay yeah okay so 85 dollars from um you're treating yourself meal then what 
So what if you would have not got the lobster or got something a little bit cheaper? Because I, I do understand if we when we want to do that sometimes for ourselves because we need that self-love. Mm-hmm. We do need that self-love. But if you know that you're not making lobster money, hey, <laughs> don't go for the lobster <laughs> right off the bat. Right. <laughs> right off the bat. It's okay to go and, and but, you know, sometimes you got to start off with the chicken alfredo. Right. I feel like as a parent, like back in the day, like the kids want to go to McDonald's. Like, do you have McDonald's money? (laughs) (laughs) Do you have lobster money? No. All right then, sat down. And then, even then, like you pretty much can probably get away with that because that is true. That is true. A lot of people, you know what, with the pandemic, um, a lot of people um, hopefully have learned how to cook something, but it's all these people on um, YouTube and whatnot. Um, It's a guy that I follow on Instagram and Facebook and it's Darius Cooks. He is so funny and he makes like the bombing stuff out of regular food. Like... Yeah. Like what? Um, what did he do? Um, I like desserts. Like sweets are really my thing. I can eat a salad every day, no problem. Like super healthy grilled chicken, lemon juice, olive oil. Like I could be healthy with it. <laughs> You're like no. <laughs> but with the um desserts, I'm gonna bite his idea. Because he was, his thing is like, you hungry? And he gets into it. And so he made a drunken peach cobbler. I was like, that sounds blessed. I'm going to do it. (laughs) (laughs) And on top of that, that's going to be people's Christmas gift. And yes, I pour some type of brown liquor in the peach cobbler and it's going to be blessed. So with the the caramelized... um, top with the dough yeah because everybody likes the dough like the corner piece uh-huh. yes god is yeah <laughs> <laughs> so I just make your food at home it'll be cheaper and then you catch the sales and if you go to a grocery store when you have like a membership type deal or whatever put your number in and it goes down and then use the coupons and stuff like that then you could definitely cook it at home so, uh, there it, there it go. Shoot. Ah, I was like with my dean. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> but, <clears throat> okay, and so, um, the next one would be is how to prioritize. Because to me, okay, so, when I was younger and I came into some, like good money working and stuff like that. Um, my thing, my vice, unfortunately, was shoes, and my shoe game was tight. Okay, like I did not care. I had heels, sandals, tennis shoes, wedges, like whatever you name it. If it was cute, I bought it. And a lot of times, I would not eat. 
like if I had to choose between a meal and some shoes, I'll go buy the shoes. So that was prioritizing to me. And so at the end, um, I like fast forward so many years moving around and stuff like that. I had over a hundred pairs of shoes and I had to give them away. And I had heels when I was working in the office and working at a law firm and stuff like that. And now that I'm working with kids in a teaching setting, I have to wear raggedy tennis shoes because what had happened was I was doing a project with the kids and the kid dropped a big old glob of blue paint on my new shoes. So, (laughs) I have to wear raggedy shoes to work. You know, something that I don't care about. But now it's just like, okay, well, I have less than and now I'm like okay I have to prioritize so how would we be able to prioritize so we won't be um uh lack of a better word asked out um I think that just comes with wisdom does it really Okay, because as a youth, especially when we're going on our own, when we become 18 and we're like, oh, okay, well, we can do this. And we Do what I want because I'm grown. Yeah. We start to make our money. It's like we, we want to get what we wanted when we were 18, 19, 20, 21. Right. I remember my first refund check from college I thought I think I got um a thousand seventeen hundred thousand dollars for um for my first refund check oh sorry my loan disbursement right <laughs> loan disbursement mm-hmm. and I bought headphones three pair of shoes and maybe I want to say a, a few outfits and that was all in one weekend, and I used the all of my money. I had two hundred dollars left. Wow! In that one weekend, and that was because I was like, "This is what I want." Right. Right now, and so you know, as I got older, that's when I started to to say, "Okay, well, my mindset started to change." Mm-hmm. My mindset, my mindset started to change as I got older, and it was like, "Okay, well." I have to balance what I want and what I need. Mm-hmm. What I want and what I need. And so that's when you have to actually look at, okay, what do I have? What do What is the amount of money that I have coming in each week, each uh, every two weeks or every month or whatever? Mm-hmm. What do I have to pay? What do I have to get? Mm-hmm. And then that trumps everything. Right, right. It trumps everything. It's, and as much as it hurts, it's going to pay off in the long run. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times, um, like for example, like you already have your paycheck spent. That's just how it is when you are working a, um, what is it? Um, 
a job that's check to check and you your your check is already spent and then something comes up like a flat tire or your tires balding or something you got to go get a new set of tires or whatever the situation is and that cuts into um your money and so you have to reprioritize that that is an absolute need right then and there so you can go to work Mm -hmm. and everything just kind of trickles down from there but think about it if you had your savings hey look at that being smart (laughs) (laughs) see and there they go see this is why you are the financial guru because I didn't even think about the savings when I save I hide it from myself like it doesn't exist uh-huh. that's that's how I do it so. that's good to get to. <laughs> I was like oh wow I just found the $5 bill right okay. save it save <laughs> it shoot and then have a field day at the 99 cent store I am I am not above the 99 cent store, Dollar Tree, Family Dollar. <laughs> I'll make it do what it do. Yes, ma'am. Shoot. Dang, burn it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the last question is um, how to invest when you don't have a lot of money? Let's take, you know, um, we're cashiering somewhere. Wait, we don't want to say cashier. Um, we are a financial processor. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> we are a financial processor. Um, and I I was a financial processor for like. 11 years off and on so yeah how would we invest we're starting off small and what would be the best way when you have all these other things like you have to pay your phone bill and I'm pretty sure Netflix and all that stuff is included into the need because people is just gonna be like that and then your food and stuff like that so how would we invest into um acorn with you know whatever how much they feel like 10 percent are we doing 10 percent to invest how would we do that i would say just start off small you don't have to do a lot it doesn't have to be the ten percent from any, from all of your um, from your checks or from every check. It can be five dollars a month. Just start off. The hardest part is starting. Okay. Now. I have a question, and I just it just ran across my mind. When you're investing, is it an absolute need to watch the Dow Jones? Yes and no. Okay. No, because you're going to you're going to get kind of antsy when you don't see your your stock 
increasing in price mm -hmm. as you want it to. Mm -hmm. You'll see because it's always fluctuating. Okay. That's the thing about it, it's always fluctuating. And yes, only because you need to watch to see how your stock is to know when you have to make some changes. Okay. The pull out. Okay. Or you can, okay, well, maybe, like, say for instance, I'll say this. So everyone know, knows that there's a new um, game coming out, the PlayStation 5. Okay. Yeah. So when you get news of that that nature, mm -hmm. you need to be looking at the stock. Okay, well, okay, well, I just feel like during this release date, the stock is gonna jump up in price. You know what? Dang, burn it. Oh, okay. Yes, 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 yes. That is so smart. And can we do that with shoes as well? Mm -hmm. Hey, and iPhones. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Look at y'all. I had a friend. I had a friend. It was, um, last week was, you know, was Amazon Prime. Yes. And, and the week before, you bought stock. See? Okay, this is how we become financially savvy and paying attention to, you know what, especially these apps that we use a lot. Amazon, um... Cash app, Facebook, even because you know everybody in the world is on Facebook. And um, what else? Well, I'm gonna look on my phone and see what kind of apps, but you know, the apps that everybody has that we use on a daily basis. And when something happens, we all need to um, pay attention and then get hip to. Um, you know, investing in the little bit of money that we have and watch our money grow basically overnight. <laughs> Look at that. Look at that. Look at God just, you know. What is it? Oh, oh. And then, um, what, what, what is it? What I want to say? For the people that actively go to church. You want to tithe, too. Yeah. Some people feel a certain way about that or whatever, but when you go ahead and give just a little piece of coinage to the Lord, you know, he didn't forget to wake you up. So you go ahead and be like, look, let me break you off a little bit, you know. Yes. And then you will see everything, you know, come tenfold. And it'll grow and prosper and all that type of stuff. It's in the Bible. I can't tell you where. It's probably in... um second Ruth I don't know <laughs> Deuteronomist whatever but that's what the Bible said it's in there absolutely it's definitely in there <laughs> oh goodness okay do you have any advice that we did not touch on that you want to share um we talked about it but we the CDs. Yep, the certificate of deposits. Okay, y'all. It's not a compact disc. It is a certificate of deposit. <laughs> and basically, what you're doing, you're putting money into an account, and it's just building on interest, and you don't touch it. 
you don't touch it. And it can be from six months to however long you want it. Six months to five years if you want it. Okay. If there each time it's just building up um, interest on it mm-hmm. on top of yourself. Now, is six months the minimum to keep it in there? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So, I think that will work for a lot of people because, like, we buy a lot of things like clothes, exercise equipment, um, just random stuff that we don't use. It's just sitting there. So, we could take that money and put it into a CD and... We're going to forget about it, Loki. We're not going to forget about it, but we're going to forget about it for these purposes. And, and I'm going to throw another nugget in there. Do it. So I discovered um, self. And self is a self-loan. Self-credit. I'm sorry. Self-credit builder. That's the name of it. Okay. Self-credit so, builder. Mm-hmm. And so what it is, it's a way to invest why why help your credit score as well. Okay. And so what you do, you go into it and basically you're opening um you're taking out of a taking out a loan. Okay. But instead of getting the money, they're placing the money into a CD. Oh. And so what you're doing is paying on it every month. You're paying on it every month. And so what it's going to do is we add it to your credit score. And so as you're paying it, you're making positive monthly payments, which is a great thing to see on your credit score. Hey, look at that. And so at the end of that, you get your money back plus the interest. All right. Okay, look, we making money. More money, more money, more money. (laughs) Oh, See, look, okay, going forward, y'all, um, we all need to apply these things realistically, and let's just all be rich this time next year. We're going to be thousandaires, <laughs> depending yes, on, you know, the type of job and all this stuff. Millionaire, you know, I'm going to claim that, but you know, next year, we're going to be thousandaires for sure. And with these tips and all that stuff, I hope that you guys um, really take heed to it and, you know, make whatever necessary changes that you need to do. And um, I want to thank Zanisia so much for educating us on financial literacy and, um, yeah. all that what we need to know and y'all thank you for tuning in to the Jackie Pepper show and y'all tune in next week for another amazing guest and hey what's up y'all you guys are back for season two what's up what's up this is formally the Jackie Pepper show and we got upgrades and stuff, bomb interviews coming, more shenanigans. And now you are tuned into the What's Poppin' Show. <laughs> and so my first guest on season two, I'm so excited, is one of my really good friends. We went to school together. And this is Steven Bancoli-Ride. Woo!
<laughs> How you been doing, man? I've been good, busier than ever, even though it's COVID, but um, I've been doing good. COVID busy. <laughs> man, so, okay, you know, I know you, but I just want to um, give everybody a chance, like new people, new listeners and stuff like that, and draw them to you. And so we're going to drop your Instagram, your Twitter, everything, your music, all that stuff. But first, where did you even get the inspiration to want to play music? Um, so it's funny because a lot of people ask me, like, you know, your family, like, full of musicians. And, like, honestly, um, my family is really, really big. They were always big on praise and worship. Like, my mom and dad, every single day, um, of the week we would get up um and from the time that i first started being homeschooled even before that honestly but i was homeschooled most of my life from the time that i first started till like now like they were like get up we're, we're gonna do devotions this is the day and this little uh in the name of jesus and what a mighty god every single day like i have those are ingrained in my mind like for 20 some years and so honestly like that happened um my brother he is a rapper um so he does his own thing he loves poetry he loves spoken word he loves rap all that stuff hip-hop um and he's come out with some projects and so like all of that and then just being involved in a church and taking piano lessons um with my piano teacher and stuff like that and then my mom um being a writer and her encouraging me to write all of those things kind of like just um you know boiled together and just it, it gave me this desire to um do music and to really make my own music and pursue that and so honestly that's what i've been doing since like age i mean i've been singing my whole life but since age like 11 okay. i started um really like saying okay i think i could do this too and then age 15, I was like, oh, I think I'm going to do this like as a profession. And now here I am, you know, just um, releasing music. Right. Just, you in it, in the thick of it. Yeah, in the thick of it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what, okay, so how many instruments can you play? Um, let's see. So, uh, basically, basically, I play drums, piano, guitar. I mean, sorry, drums, piano, and uh, voice. I can play a little bit of guitar, but y'all don't want to hear that. Um, <laughs> I Yeah, I asked my guitar player friend, I was like, you know, I, I, I think I can play. He was like, um, no. <laughs> <laughs> Let's but not. <laughs> drums, keys, uh, vocals, um, a little bit of brass, a little bit of violin, but uh, my main thing is voice and keys. Okay. Oh. All right. Okay. That's what's up. Because, um, I don't know, for me, people that play multiple instruments, that's so fascinating. Like, yeah. I don't know, using like both sides of your brain or something, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I think I, people say I'm directionally challenged, so I think that's, you know, whatever whatever side God said, you know, put the music on, like he took the direction and the, right. the direction part out. <laughs> Like, because like, when you were coming to my graduation party, you got lost at the park. I, yeah, I said, this is, we definitely not in Fontana. 
like, oh, we're not even in the same county. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I definitely need a GPS, but. Well, that's all yeah. right. Gotta get you there. <laughs> well, may not come when you want them, but I'll be there right on time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Okay, and so, um, with um all the I've, I've heard your work and i really like it is um original all original work and yeah. um that's not um too common anymore and especially if it sounds good like people that want to do their stuff and they feel like it sounds good it don't sometimes we just gonna keep it real because that's what we do and so um tell me a little bit about the group that you're in Yes. Okay. So um, I'm with my with this uh, group called Crew Twelve, mm-hmm. um, which you know we definitely want to do do an interview with you about that too. Of course. Um. Yeah. So honestly, like. Wait. Just... Okay. So I'm close with okay everybody out there. Yeah. Steven's in another group called Crew Twelve, and I'm friends with two other members in that group. Yeah. But yeah, timing just be yeah, just complicated. And so <laughs> to say the least. But um wait, ain't it like fifteen more, y'all? <laughs> yeah, you know, um not fifteen more, but like <laughs> probably like eight more or something like that. You know, whatever we can do that's COVID friendly. Okay, uh, all right. So I feel but, like y'all are like the multicultural version of that Asian boy band. Was it like BST or something? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah, basically, you know, I, I don't discriminate. I think a lot of people will say like, um, oh, I can't do this because I'm not black or whatever. I'm like, you can do whatever you want to do. Look at Bobby Caldwell. Like, he, he wasn't right, black. Right, right. So I feel like, you know, it's it's not a matter of being born with it. It's just a matter of being around the people that that you whatever sound you want to get just being around those people and just figuring out and learning and practicing every day and getting better and better you know right Um, so that's honestly like what we do um you know and it's a blessing because like i just think about like my whole life honestly like i wanted to have like a group you know to be with and Mm -hmm. um i like honestly like i was just so like god i need a group you know Mm -hmm. and to share now, that musical camaraderie. Yeah, yeah. Now, now, like, I remember when we first started, we were stuffing people, like, in the dorm room, like, six years ago or whatever, trying to get these songs heard, trying to get them rehearsed and all of that stuff. And then, um, fast forward to now, and, like, people actually, people are, like, asking us, like, we want to be a part of the group. Like, we want to do this. Like, we want to record this and do all of that, you know. And so it's just been a blessing. I think the real blessing is, like, knowing that, sure, like, could you do it by yourself? I mean, yeah, but, like, where's 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 the um, purpose in that? If right. everything is about you, then at the end of the day, whether you're successful or not, it's going to be about you. And so it's nice to have a team, um, a crew, to just challenge you, grow you, mature you, all of that stuff. Um, and so I really enjoy them. They're, they're definitely a blessing. All right, now I know that's right. I know yeah. that's right. Um, and so y'all, y'all get a chance and go check out Crew Twelve because we in the middle of a pandemic. It ain't going. Rona ain't going nowhere because it won't nobody sat down. So 
Y'all go check out Crew 12. What is the social media handles for Crew 12? Right, so you can go um, on Instagram and you can check out Crew 12 Music. Um, Crew, just like a ship crew, C-R-E-W, one, two, music. And um, you can see all of our videos and all the stuff like that. Um, You can check us out on Facebook. uh, And you can see all of our... um, so you have the same videos and stuff like that. Uh, the top, the things that we talk about, and um, yeah. Okay, all right. Because you know what, I saw that you guys did the Christmas stuff, and I was feeling it. I was yeah. like, I love Christmas music anyway. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm like one of those people that play Christmas music in the middle of the year when it falls upon my spirit. I'm gonna listen to uh, Silent Night or whatever. Right. So no, I, I understand. Yeah, just, so y'all y'all was hitting, y'all had it popping. <laughs> yeah, that was it was a it was a definitely an adventure, um, trying to record doing or recording all that. But I think that um, it was definitely something that like I wouldn't have it any other way. Like recording, or writing songs with friends who just have the same vision as you and um, have the same goals. Um, it was definitely a blessing. I think def- people were definitely like impacted by it. So yeah. Wait, didn't y'all go Christmas caroling too? We did. So, like... Old school style. No. Yeah, so (laughs) was the question of, like, you know, how do we do this? Wait, in a safe, nice neighborhood, first of all. That, and then, like, you know, socially distanced away from everybody. So it was like, well, we're going to spread out. We're going to back way up. Right. (laughs) We're going to sing loud so people can hear. But they really, really enjoyed it. So I hope, like, when all this stuff clears up, like, we can do it again to an even greater capacity. Right. Y'all should go, not only do, like, Christmas carols, like, but we should normalize singing other songs for different holidays or seasons. I'm yeah. That would be I, a I, really good idea. Yeah, I'm always down. I've always wanted to make a Thanksgiving song because I feel like everybody skips from Halloween to Black, to Black Friday. Right. Not even Black Friday. Now they call Thanksgiving Great Thursday. And everybody's putting their tents out and whatnot. Um, right. And then Black Friday and then going to Christmas. Like, But we got to stop and be thankful for all the things that God has given us. So I've always wanted to make a song about that. But, you know, one of these days. Right. You know what? You, gummit, that's I'm going to challenge you. So by November, I want you to drop a Thanksgiving song. Thanksgiving song? Yeah. that's what we gonna do uh yeah so you got the whole year to work on it all right all right all right and then tag me and then when it blow up thank me (laughs) okay (laughs) all right i'm gonna hold myself to it then right all right now thanksgiving song y'all coming 2021 november 2021 and you know what? Even though we had fun with um, Pastor Shirley Caesar, uh, that was just like a fluke. Her thing, she did that about like 20 years, 30 years ago. But to have something more relevant, that would be cool. Yeah, yeah, definitely now. Yes. So, um, okay, back to you. You have a new song out. Yes. So, um, what's the name of this new song? Yeah, so the name of the new song is um, called Real Love, and it's out everywhere right now. Everywhere, y'all. Go 
downloaded everything every musical platform y'all go hit up all right and what was the inspiration for this song well um just a lot of things so like you know it's been it's been uh an interesting year um with covid Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and um so i was just thinking like you know it's just we feel i feel like so alone being locked up in my room that first they canceled my spring break and my spring break lit um and then they said you know what um just don't come back for from spring break and then (laughs) don't come back you know what just don't come back and so you know it was just kind of like a season of like well like what am i gonna do i mean i'm working um of course but at the same time it's like i I don't get to see people and Mm -hmm. you know i thought a whole bunch of things were gonna happen um by that time and they didn't and you know we all did yeah so you know like as as quarantine people do we try all the dating apps tinder bumble Mm -hmm. what have you Mm -hmm. um and so like that's cool and everything like you know i'm not knocking that but one thing that i was i was just going through a feeling alone and all of that stuff. And I realized, like, why do, why do I have to dwell in that? I don't have to live in that in that feeling of feeling, being alone and feeling lonely and all that stuff. Like, God says he's not going to leave us. God says he's not going to forget about us. Mm-hmm. So, that just honestly, that just made me, like, really, really happy. Um, and so, it wasn't even supposed to be, like, a huge thing. It wasn't supposed to be like anything. Honestly, I, most of my songs, like I'm just like, you know, let me just write it out and write out what I feel, write out the mu- uh, you know, do the music, make the beat or whatever, and just put vocals on it. And like I was showing it to my sister, and my and I was like, you hear this? Like this is me trying to make some sort of pop song or whatever. And she was like, well, it actually sounds kind of good. Like don't stop. And she's like my biggest critic. Like okay, she'll, she'll okay. me, um, straight up like with songs. Um, and me too, because, you know, yeah. I'll be honest with no filter. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, she's the same way. Um, so she'll tell me what song's hot and what song's not. Um, and she was like, yeah, keep on writing that song. <laughs> so she never, like, she never tells me. So um, I was like, sure, I'll go ahead and do that. And then, um, so I just kept writing it, um, shared it with my friends. and like, yo, this song slaps. Like, we need to, okay. you need to doing it. And then, like, you know, honestly... Um, like I was just like, this is kind of like I do this sometimes, but this is not like my like my main thing per se. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I just kept working at it, you know, and um, kept doing it. And then honestly, like I met some really great people along the way that really helped me bring um my project to life. Um, this dude who mixes um and masters, and he's like phenomenal. Um, his name is Michael Lito. Okay. I don't know. If- What's Drop up? Shout out to Michael Lito. Hey. Yeah, super. He's he's good. And then um this other dude um who mastered my song and he was like just up like real, real up there, like working with big people like Snoop Dogg and all these people. I said, Okay. okay. All right, okay. I'll take it. All right. Um, yeah. So um just had them work on it, had um, my friends um, who were part of Crew 12 just help me, like, really execute well on it. Um, and then just submitted it, honestly, and I didn't really think anything of it. I, I had a good feeling about it because okay. I just, 
like I prayed over it um, and I've been praying over like my music just like you know to have God bless it and to have it really um, encourage people wherever they're at because honestly like if I'm just doing it for myself and I'm, and I'm not really thinking about God or other people then it's like what am I doing it for and it doesn't really matter mm-hmm. at the end um, and so I'd rather have something um, impact people and uh, minister minister to people and just show how much I love God than have something be successful in, in the world from a worldly perspective because okay. it's like what is success, you know, if you're not impacting people and if you're not worshiping God? Those are, those are the two things that we're created to do. Preach mm-hmm. the gospel God. Impact people. Right. So that's three things. But either way, like, that's what we're supposed to do. And I pray that that will happen. And it seems like people are really, really enjoying it, really, really catching the vibe, really, really rocking with it. And so I'm just grateful that um, that even happened. So, right. Yeah. That's all. I'm proud of you. Should Thank you. And tell your sister... You know, big ups to her for pushing you to keep on writing because yeah. y'all, it, it's, that song slaps for real. And if it didn't, I wouldn't even mention it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I keep it real. Yeah. Okay. So, um, but let me just ask you this. I'm going to be nosy. I'm a nosy person of creature or, or a habit or whatever. 